You're listening to Customer Perspective, an Ipsos podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 11, recorded the week of May 17th, 2021. And welcome to Season 3, Episode 11 of Customer Perspective. This is our Ipsos podcast series aimed at all of you who are concerned in some way with helping your organization deliver on its brand promise to customers. I'm Helen Wilson. I'm the Global Chief Experience Officer for our Ipsos Customer Experience and Channel Performance Business. And today I'm joined by two guests. I'm joined by Gergé Hallman, who is the Digital Director at Decathlon. Now, we're going to find out a lot more about Decathlon, but basically they are the largest sporting goods retailer in the world in 64 countries. So I'm really looking forward to talking to our guests. And we're also joined by my Ipsos colleague. So that's Anna-Marie Foldesh, who is the leader of our our Ipsos customer experience and indeed channel performance business in Hungary. So that was quite an introduction, but welcome to you both. It's absolutely lovely to meet you and to see you. Yeah, lovely. Thank you so much. Thanks for the invitation, Helen. And uh, thank you very much, uh, Gergő, for joining us today. Uh, we have this amazing summer weather in Budapest today, boiling hot, really. So how are you doing? How are you feeling? Yeah, it's really great, but it's going to be less only for two days, you know, because from tomorrow there will be rainy English-British weather in Hungary as well. But it's really good for, let's say, for the health and, and really good for doing some sport activities uh, and good for the business as well. Uh, just to let you know, I will tell you, it's sunny outside my window, so none of this maligning the British weather. <laughs> Right. Okay. So uh, then to start, uh, Gergő, please could you tell us a couple of words uh, about uh, yourself and uh, and Decathlon to our listeners? Yeah. Uh, thanks for the invitation, first of all, and, and happy to be with you today. Uh, about Decathlon, as already mentioned, we are one of the, the leading sport retailer company in the world, uh, operating in close to 60 countries having uh, a bit more than 1,700 stores all around the world. Uh, so we started like a traditional brick and mortar company, you know, retailer. And now, like every other companies, we are on the way to move to the omni-channel uh, solution, really uh, accelerating in, in digital. And my role is, is, is uh, let's say, stick to this point in, in Hungary since two years. I'm, I'm the head of digital, so I'm in charge of all the digital let's say, channels in, in the Hungarian uh, company to be able to create the perfect customer experience for our customers, both online and, and offline. Do you know what? Every conversation I have at the moment has got omni-channel somewhere in the 30 months, <laughs> everywhere. So I, I couldn't be more happy that you start off on that basis. Um, so I know a little bit about the customer experience that you offer at, at Decathlon, the, the so-called Decathlon experience. But I guess I'd be really interested to know how you regard your organization. I mean, are you up there in terms of being truly customer experience savvy? Are you on your journey? Are you leading in terms of being customer centric? Tell me more in terms of where you see yourselves as being. So I think everything is start with the DNA of, of the company, which is to be useful to people and to their planet, and then to, to make sport accessible to the many. Uh, which is really, I think, a quite nice uh, purpose and, and, and mission of the company, really to fulfill why do we exist 
Uh, and why do we do on a daily basis what we are doing? For sure, we are a profitable company, but, but we have other intentions for the society as well. And everything is started uh, at uh, 1976 in France. And at that time, Michel Leclerc, the founder of the company, said that under one roof, he would like to gather, you know, more than 70 sports to be able to satisfy all the, all the sporty people, uh, and all the families. So it's a kind of, we call them, or in Hungary, people used to say that the kind of mini Disneyland, a Decathlon store, because you can really, uh, spend time actively in our stores. You can try and you can touch, uh, the products. You can discuss with our team members, really sharing the common passion around the sport. This is one of the most important thing that all of the employer, uh, employees of the company is really passionate by sport. It doesn't matter on which level you are practicing and, and any kind of sports you can practice. But the most common point between our customers and our team members is that, yes, we are passionate by, 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 by sports. And, and these are, let's say, one of the values, vitality, uh, which is also common, uh, in, in, in all the team members. Um, and I think this, that's really driving, you know, this, this way that, uh, on all of the badges, what we have on, on our Decathlon West, that uh, satisfied customers, this is my job. Uh, and that's why I'm, why I'm here today. I mean, in the store, in the shop floors or on the digital channel that, that I, our role is really to satisfy our customers, not just satisfy them, but also to make them delighted. Because, uh, since years we are saying that we are not satisfied. If people are satisfied with the Decathlon, we really would like to have, you know, five out of five, uh, uh, score to be really fall in love with the company and, and creating some kind of community feeling with our customers. So it's not just about a one-time business, but it's a long-term uh, connection, what we try to, to construct and, and build up. So you talked about the fact that your your colleagues are absolute passionate about the sport. And obviously, that's a key part of creating this customer experience to ensure that you're going above and beyond satisfying what else is it that you're doing in order to ensure that genuinely you are delivering the decathlon experience as you would want to do so? Okay, I think it's uh, first is starting with, let's say, the, the company culture that we are really uh, putting as our first priority uh, people, people as our employees and, and people as our customers and partners. Um, and they are, let's say, equally important for us. Uh, so, um, but we really believe that the, um, the satisfaction and the engagement of our team members will bring at the end of the day, the satisfaction and delightness of our customers. So everything is starting with, with this kind of company culture, how we take care and how we manage and lead and inspire, inspire our team members, how we develop them, um, to be able to, let's say, to, to realize the dreams, what they have in their professional life to be satisfied at their workplace. And then we can be, let's say, sure that they will take care of our customers. And, and when we arrive to the customers, we believe that our, our range, our offer, our products, you know, because we are operating with, with our sign sports. So the, the brands which belongs to Decathlon, the private label, uh, products, we really believe in these brands and, and these products because the price value ratio is kind of unbeatable on the market. So it's really with the high quality, it's really affordable for the many. Uh, there is a huge range. So I, I really believe that from the beginners, I wouldn't say that until the professionals, but on a high level athletes, everybody can find the product which is fit 
to, to the leads. And then how we, um, build up and, and created, let's say the customer policy. I'm talking about, you know, the return processes, the payment and all the claims and, and everything which is connected, you know, when, when there is a, let's say a problem to solve. It's really focusing on, on solutions and, and, and happiness of customers. You've talked in detail about the people within your organization and that focus on the customers. And we talked at the outset about this sort of the, of the omni-channel experience that we're all looking to deliver, the holy grail, as it were. Just looking at your customers, what are the kind of changes in, I guess, in shopping habits are you seeing? Let, let, let's mention the word as a result of COVID. And I guess, how is that impacting their expectations? What, what are you seeing mm. on, on the customer front? I'm used to use a kind of picture, you know, with, uh, with an athlete, uh, taking in Garmisch-Partenkirchen with a, a ski jumping, uh, moment, because I think there is, there are new, no new changes or no new trends on the market, which was not existing, existing two or three years before. But COVID accelerated all these kind of trends, which was only in the pipeline. And now it's reality. So um, everything what they are expecting today from us, I mean, the customers, it was already uh, visible, but not so strong. What, and what do, we, what do I mean? For sure, there are some new trends, uh, small trends, but with huge changes. One of the latest surveys, which was done together with your company, it came out that, that, uh, that safety is one of the first priority today for customers. That's a big change for sure, because before that, it was maybe the number one option was price or price value and today is safety they are much more conscious that's for sure that they really try to manage the expenses they take care for what they are you know spending money uh and they are really would like to do the shopping on a, on a fast and easy way these are the main let's say uh directions or trends what we have seen in in changing habits of of our customers and it doesn't matter that it's offline or online because when we are talking about the online channel, then it comes to the delivery promise and delivery time that they are expecting, you know, a, a precise delivery. Uh, but it's the same when they are visiting the physical stores. And, and, and I think there is not a lot of people who would like to spend a lot of time in a physical store today in the two-day condition. So you try to be really efficient. You know what they are looking for. You are preparing your visit before uh, on the website of the, of the specific company. And, and you try to, let's say, be as fast as you can uh, with, with this kind of shopping. So it's not anymore the traditional shopping experience that we are doing and we are going for a shopping, you know, well, let's say even that we are spending hours and hours in different kind of shops and shopping malls. It's really kind of, okay, let's go there. I need a football ball. Okay, I pick it up. I know what I want. It's a good price. I know the brand. I trust the brand. I pay for it and I go and left. Building on that, so one of the things we're seeing, exactly as you described, absolutely, there's this shift towards the importance of, of health and safety, of course, makes complete sense. And I completely hear what you're saying in terms of this efficiency of the experience. One of the things we're noticing is that whilst that may be the case, and there is an absolute desire to deliver on the functional elements of the relationship, there's also this need still to create an emotional attachment with your customers. And you've talked about that area of your your employees needing to deliver the passion, as it were. Um, I know from stalking you on your website, the importance of the likes of your foundation to um, the decathlon business. 
How would you go about meeting, I guess, their emotional, their relational needs in amongst delivering those kind of core fundamentals that you've just described? How do you still get them to love the Decathlon brand? Hmm. Um, let's say we are lucky because we are uh, operating the, the activities in 16 years in Hungary. And we had, let's say, uh, a long time to create this um this image, what we have today in Hungary on the Hungarian market, that we are really a love brand. So when it comes to sport in Hungary, and maybe it's, it's different from the UK, that when you say that, okay, I need something from a sport retailer, most of the people will say, uh, I, I'm going to Decathlon. So it's quite obvious that they will visit the Decathlon store or they will go to the website and, 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 and place some, some orders. So that's, that's, let's say, coming from our market situation. Um, and then it comes to, as you mentioned, this personal relationship. So when you, when you come to the store, it's, it's really, let's say complicated. And, and especially today, because we have, you know, a lot of things to, to focus on. But one thing has to be always in the priority of the mind of our team members that let's give a smile, say hello and, and ask that what, how we can help. Um, and this is, let's say the basic of the basic. But if you do it, you, you already give something which is much more than other companies or retailers are doing. I'm talking about the Hungarian market because it's not so natural in, 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 it's really the basic. Um, and then it comes to the passion and, and this kind of emotional or the, the empathy, you know, that you try to understand that why the customer is coming to your store, what they are looking for and what are the needs. And I think the, let's say the game is, is starting at the point when you really understand the goals, the needs, uh, the dreams and, and the problems of, of the customers. And then you will became able to find an answer to it. And after it's really, 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 yeah, complicated today because we have huge shortages. Uh, you know, our production is, is a huge percentage is based in China. Uh, since more than 12 months is we are suffering from huge shortages. There is no bike. Uh, I would say that at all we can sell. So we get only 30% of, of the, of the stock, what we are needed for this season. And it's really kind of, uh, you know, a big fight, uh, between our customers to find the bike. Um, so there are other challenges to, to be able to find answers. After in the past years, we also started to, to operate with smaller surfaces, you know, trying to adapt to the new trends of retail, trying to find this combination, this famous omnichannel, uh, way of doing business. And it came more and more into the picture. So me as a team member, as a Decathlonian, I should be able and should be become, um, a kind of omnichannel retailer. So when I'm in, in front of a customer, it's not just about the physical products which are in front of me on the shelves. I got my smartphone, I got my internal application, and I'm able to provide the whole Decathlon offer to my customer. And then it comes this kind of, you know, understanding the needs and everything. And, and then you will be able to find an answer to say yes always. Or maybe you, you will never become able to say always yes. But if they feel the effort that you are doing to find a solution, then it comes to the emotions and the personal relation. 
Gekka, you mentioned uh, there is this huge shift in the uh, in the preferences, and you mentioned that health and safety becomes uh, one of the uh, priorities. So, um, any other changes, for example, in the goods and uh, in, in the sortiment, and they are looking uh, looking for. So, can you see changes in the sport activities due to COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One year ago, we 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 launched, uh, let's say, um, a self-made survey, uh, which was really focusing on the changing sport habits of our customers. So we were really interested that how COVID affected uh, the way the pe- the people are practicing sport and and keep them active. So absolutely, we can see huge changes. So from from for example from uh, from team sports to to individual sports from indoor to outdoor from from you know let's say professional uh, sports to the leisure one because you know in Hungary and in like in many other countries these kind of sport activities were due to the lockdown was stopped so people need to find new ways of uh, stay healthy and, and active so sport at home became an absolutely number one trend since 10 months if you visit decathlon.hu on our homepage this is the first banner what you can find how to how to do sport at home and that was in all the countries all around the world uh, inside decathlon but for other retailers as well and then when it comes to mobility mobility you know that how people are are doing the daily commute how do they are going to the offices so we can see absolutely that the bike and scooter is really uh, a huge market, starting to become a, an even bigger market than ever before. And absolutely, yes, the safety uh, priority. So people are trying to go into the nature, let's say, alone. And, and for these kind of sport activities, they need new equipment. They need new products. Um, and it came out from the survey that People were able to switch from one sport to another one, which they found it more safety or, or more fitting to the actual uh, needs and, and circumstances. Circumstances, and um, and they would like to keep it. So a personal uh, example: I, I'm let's say not a fan of running, but I'm I'm regularly running run because I'm a football player and I need for my physical condition. Um, and I figured out that it's much better. Instead of running, you know, in a, in a crowded place where everybody is doing this training, let's go to the forest alone. And it's it's really about, you know, this kind of not orienteering, but 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 running in the nature. So I need new shoes, I need absolutely new bag uh, and and stuff like this, and I will keep it. So it's also, you know, developing for the, a development for the market because we need to keep on focus on on these sports. And uh, I really believe, and, and it's not just me, but it's coming back from the customers, that these changes will stay with us. So even if the fitness clubs open the, the doors, not all the people will go back. Uh, some, some of us uh, figured out that it's much more convenient uh, to stay at home. And, and I don't know, in front of a video or YouTube channel, you can, you can, you can do your training. Uh, and you can be together with your family. Uh, we are doing sometimes with with our three children the training with my uh, with my wife, and it's a fantastic uh, moment spent together. So these changes will will remain uh, for the future. 
Have you also changed the sport activities with your colleagues? Because I know that you guys also have uh, different uh, competitions, uh, not just within uh, Decathlon Hungary, but also with, with your colleagues in different countries. So have you also uh, changed the sport arts? Yeah, 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 absolutely. We we need to, let's say, do a huge adaptation in terms of the internal competitions or, or how to keep the, the team active and, and, and how to keep ourselves together, you know, because of the home office, everybody was separated. I personally didn't met my team members for 10 months. Uh, so it was quite crazy period. So yes, we figured out new solutions. Uh, one of the biggest sport event inside the Catalan is the Olympic Games, the internal Olympic Games. Uh, when we gather all the people from all the stores in the country and during one day we are, you know, killing ourselves because we are practicing, uh, <laughs> I don't know how many sports. Uh, and at the end of the day, there are a lot of injuries, you know, and everybody is so tired, but it's a fantastic day. And, and, and one year ago, we organized it, uh, with a remote, uh, method. So everybody at home were able to join. And spend time together, and and then you know we recreated and and cutted nice videos. So yeah, we we need to adapt. Um, and actually, it's running a new campaign that uh, ride to work. So go by bike uh, to work because it's about sustainability and also about you know creating a community because people from different parts of the city is going together to the office by bike. So these kind of challenges still exist. And also, for example, the, um, the running competition, the 12 hours running relay, uh, it's a kind of competition also between the different stores that for 12 hours we are running, you know, nonstop running. And again, it's kind of remote solution. So uh, back in time, it was personal, you know, relays, but right now it's, it's okay. It's a virtual uh, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it sounds cool. At, at least... Uh... I can say that uh, Ipsos Hungary also usually joins this right to to work uh, campaign. So at least there is a bit we can also share. But um, although we are both uh, working for a French company, fortunately we don't share this sporting activity. <laughs> I thought for a minute there you were going to say that you were joining in the the, the Grand Olympics. I had this vision of Ipsos and Decathlon coming together. As long as you obviously. <laughs> Great, actually, Helen. <laughs> Maybe there needs to be an Ipsos team. We've talked about a whole bunch of stuff. We've talked about the changing needs. We've talked about the accelerated trends. We've talked about your customers' goals changing, their shopping behaviours changing, the need for your your customer-facing staff to be able to deliver that omni-channel experience in store. How do you equip them to do all of this, given that huge demand on them, the importance you place on them in terms of delivering that fabulous customer experience. How do you equip them? How do you prepare them to do, in effect, so much more? And now we arrive to the point, which is one of the biggest challenge uh, for me personally as well, um, because to be to be honest, I think this is the most complicated thing to, to change, let's say, the mindset, if I can say like this, uh, of our people, our team members, because the way we are doing business has been changed in, in the past 12 months. And, and it was an incredible period in our life, in our professional life. You know, from one day to another, our source has been closed during the lockdown. Um, and, and, and at that moment, all the business 
went to the online channel and, and we got, you know, 24 stores and we got a lot of team members who, who stuck at home. And, and it was really great to feel that they would like to contribute to the success of the company. So they were really open to, to go to the logistics center in Hungary to be able to help the, the logistic team to, to create and keep the satisfaction of our customers thanks to the online activity. Uh, so from the very first moment, they became a part of this change because they, they, they take their part from this, this online activity during this, this lockdown period back to one year. And then, you know, um, we were always mentioning that it will stay with us. So even if the stores will reopen, uh, one of the big changes for sure that many people turn to the online channel and they, you know, they, they, they tested it, they tried it and then they, they, they experienced that it's not a bad thing. Uh, and a lot of people will remain or stay loyal to the online channel. But as, as I said, we would like to have, we would like to become an omnichannel company and 24 stores are really important touch points in the customer journey. It's not anymore the only way to do, uh, let's say create relationship with, with Decathlon to visit the store. It, the stores became a touch point, just like the online activity and and this change it's really difficult and challenging to to make all the team members to understand these changes the sense behind and and the solutions how we should go on a long term in the future being able uh to to satisfy everybody so now we are working really hard let's say on on the trainings that uh, we are bringing, you know, some, some, let's say, help for them and support them with all the applications, all the dashboards, all the analyses, and, and all the tools to make them understand what's going on uh, on worldwide level in the retail market, what's going on in Hungary, and how we should create the answers to these changes, and how we can really lead the market because we are market leaders. So we have, we have also the responsibility to, to stay on the top and to show example to other retailers that how we can deal with these kind of changes. And here it comes that we are a really young company. I mean, the, the employees are really, really young. So it's not so difficult for them to, you know, to get used to this kind of application when I'm talking about the usage of the different applications. But it's difficult to figure out why is it that in the private life, they are, you know, always connected. And when they go into the workspace, sometimes they forget it. And sometimes they are doing in the traditional way the business because I got my range, my physical offer. I got my stock level. And this is what I'm trying to, to sell. And here we are trying to help them that pick up your phone, your, your company phone use the application, show the product offer and the product selection to the customer. And maybe at the end of the day, it's not the best solution if you sell the product to the customer, which is in front of you, because it's not maybe the most convenient way when we are talking about a table tennis table. It's not a, a convenient thing to, to buy it physically. It's much better to show it, try it, test it, compare it with the others, because we have the expo products and then, you know, place an online order and after two days, okay, get delivered at home 
because it's a bit more comfortable than, than the traditional way of business. So here the challenges in front of us is that in our 24 stores and also in our service team, so in the headquarter and also in the logistics, to, to make everybody understand about the changes and also to accept them. Because it's also a big change that back in time in 2019, the online share inside the Catalan Hungary was around 7% each. In 2020, it went up to 17. And 2021 is close to 25. So, you know, the acceleration doesn't stop at all with, with the different waves of COVID. It's, it's something which started in already in five years time and it's really accelerating. And these changing changes has a huge effect on the activity of the stores because many people started to use, you know, the online channel and maybe some of them are not anymore visiting the physical channels, but it can be the opposite as well. So they need to, to understand. And we in the online channel, we need to understand that it's not two different kinds of, you know, silos or, or channels, but at the end of the day, we need to provide a perfect solution for our customers. And this is the big challenge uh, in this omni-channel transformation because everybody is talking about omni-channel since 10 years. I think in Hungary, nobody did it for the moment. Uh, we can we can name only a few companies, I think, who are really providing the omni-channel experience. Um, but if you ask me, that can I tell an example from the Hungarian market? I will be in a brick travel. Okay, so you mentioned uh, the Decathlon experience uh, several times. We've already covered this omni-channel um, way of thinking, the omni-channel strategy. So I'm just curious, um, would you or could you offer the very same uh, Decathlon experience, both online and offline, or is this kind of... Um, expectation from the clients that they can they can get the very same uh, experience online as well. It's a big question mark in our mind as well because me personally I believe that the two channels has the specificities and and they don't need to be able to provide the same experience when it comes to you know trying and touching the product. It will never be the case for the online channel. In some countries, you know, you, you have the opportunity to order three different sizes from a shoe and then you can make a free return. But it, at the end of the day, it's really not uh, sustainable. So um, I think globally, Decathlon has to be able to provide a portfolio and an experience and an ecosystem when every, where everybody can choose the perfect condition and solution for the specific need. When if it's about, you know, pick up an order, when it's about home delivery, or when it's a traditional physical uh, shopping or, or purchase, that's what we need to be able to create and to provide our, to our customers. And then they will choose. So when it comes to the decathlon.hu, so to the website, our goal is not all, only to, to, you know, to make conversion. There is a lot of different role of the website. To, to be able to search for a product, to, to get information from the company, looking for a job, um, reading reviews, and, and many, many other things. And there is one part, which is the webshop, when we need to focus on conversion. 
And it's also about, you know, when, when it comes to the stores, maybe it's really about the preparation or meeting somebody, some, an, an expert, having some advice and going back home and placing an order from home with my smartphone. So I think that's a big challenge. There will be always advantages and disadvantages, let's say, for the different channels. And there are some solutions which we can, which we can implement to, to make more, let's say, personal, for example, the digital channel. Today, we are working on a project that uh, we would like to provide a solution to be able to have uh, a live chat and maybe a video call uh, with our experts, you know, from home in many other companies or also at Decathlon uh, in the UK. If I'm not mistaken, it's already existing. In, in France, it's already existing. In Spain, yes, it's already existing. And these kind of solutions can be implemented, let's say, quickly. It's a kind of quick win, not a huge investment. Uh, but it, that with that, we can create a more personal, emotional relationship uh, with our customers uh, in the online and digital channel. So having learned your outstanding growth um, in your e-commerce business, so we are after your advice uh, to, to companies who are also uh, considering uh, uh, starting uh, um, new business in e-commerce or would like to um, do it better. So what's your take on what truly drives loyalty so that keep, keeps the, the customers coming back, ordering more, um, so what, what would you, what would you advise to these, uh, colleagues of yours? <laughs> For sure. Um, as the beginning, they, they have to have a product with, you know, an unbeatable, let's say quality and, and price value ratio. So that's the basic of the basics. So you should provide something which is really representing value and quality on the market. Um, and, and then I think when, when they can focus on this kind of less, okay, customer experience. So how to welcome, how to serve the customers, how to find solutions. And it's not about who is having right or not. It's about having customers at the end of the day satisfied and, and solving the problems and, and providing solutions. This is about, I think, when, and when you feel that you are important. So when you are going to a restaurant or, or in a, to the cinema, when you feel that you are a guest, not a customer, you are a guest and take care your, take your customers as your guests at your home and they will feel that they are special. And it, I think it doesn't require any luxury items or, you know, ranges. Even you can create these kind of conditions inside the catalog with the lowest, cheapest price. Uh, because they feel that, okay, I'm here to help you and I'm here to help you to, to maybe to start some sport activities and maybe to change your life thanks to sport. And then it comes to the relationship and, and they will come back to you and you will remember to that people you will, you will provide, I don't know, a, a next level shoe, a next level textile and you will keep growing together. Okay. It's maybe, uh, not so easy to do it, but if you have this intention, and you are thinking, especially on the long term, because we used to say that it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, if you are talking about sport. So, you know, the customer lifetime value, it will come back only on the long term. So it doesn't matter that a customer is buying a first price product with a low margin for, uh, for the first moment. Make them delighted, make them happy, 
and they will come back and then they will create and generate profit. I'd like to tie in a couple of themes that we've been talking about. We've talked about meeting your customers' functional needs, their relational, their so-called emotional needs. We know from some of the work we've done in the so-called CX forces, the, the forces that drive emotional attachment, one of the things that comes up beyond that you just described, the kind of likes of status, personalization and so forth, is this whole concept of belonging, of, of shared values. And at the outset, when you described your mission and when we refer to the foundation, you talked about that which you're doing as part of the foundation. I'd love to know more about that. What are you proud of? What have you done in this in sort of the wider social space that you're so proud of? I think there is a lot of things where, where we can or I can be proud of in, in Hungary, what we have done for, let's say, for the society. So, so when it comes uh, to, to help schools and institutes to renovate their sport facilities, uh, we spend huge amounts uh, supporting and, and helping them to create conditions which is perfect or, or much better than, than before it was for in the small villages. You know, we really changed the life of some communities, local communities, and that's important because it's not just about giving money to these kind of, you know, schools and clubs. But it's about creating a relationship with the local store and with the local store leader and going there and keep this relation with them. Then I would highlight also an example about the silent opening, uh, which we are used to do on every first Monday of the month when we turn silent opening. Yes, which means that uh, uh, it's for it's for you know the autistic uh, is the expression oh, in English. Wonderful, yeah. Um, yeah, so we 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 oh, didn't turn the lights down, but you know it's much more calm. We turn off the music, um, and it's really for these kind of people to yeah. to help them to to come to the Catalan and and not to be disturbed by the different you know uh, effects, and they love it, and and all the feedbacks you know are really positive, and not just from this part of the community, but other customers are saying that it's so cool to, to stay calm when, when doing shopping in, inside the Kaplan. And, and they, there are some customers who are specifically coming in these periods to, to make the, the purchases, uh, you know. Um, and when it comes, uh, for example, one of my favorite personal ex- example, which is because we believe that in, in these activities, we have to take part, our employees. So it was about the skiing with blind people. Mm-hmm. So helping, you know, um, people to, yeah, this is about sport for the many. So we went to the Hungarian mountain, which is a really small one, but, uh, <laughs> you know, when, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it was, uh, something so great that it was two years back, uh, in time, but I'm still remember it, uh, because I, I, I get the chance to, to guide one of my, my colleagues, you know, my partner who is totally blind down on the slope. And, and then you can, you can also learn some, some special emotions about, you know, trust, uh, in, in, in somebody who, who you met one day ago. And, and then only by the voice command, you, you give the life, your life into their hand that they will say to you that, okay, turn left, turn right, stop. Um, and we try to, to make, uh, sport and do sport, uh, with, with all the people, uh, from all the different kind of, let's say, part of the society. And when it comes to the foundation, we already had uh, two projects, uh, if I'm not mistaken. 
because this is the international, the United Foundation of Decathlon International. And it's working on the way that in every country, uh, the employees can have an application, can create an application that they have some relation to a specific community uh, where they have a close relationship and then they present the project. And at the end of the day, can they can win, you know, the, the possibility to work together with them. And for example, we renovated and, and equipped with, uh, with fitness machines, uh, the Down Foundation in Hungary, so they can really do sports, uh, right now. And, and, and these, these projects are fantastic because we are creating value and, and not just keep due to business. Well, thank you. Honestly, I, ha- I had a really positive impression of Decathlon coming into this um, podcast. My family are complete and utter fans. My my husband arranges um, school camping, which means that you have literally 300 odd people who go camping. And I swear he gets 200 of them to come along to Decathlon and to buy their kit. My children absolutely love the experience. But having listened to you and the importance you placed on the employee experience and, of course, on the customer experience and these wonderful things that you've told us, at the end of the podcast that you're so proud of and, and justly so. It, it's been an absolute pleasure meeting you. So, Anamari, thank you so much for inviting Gerge onto the podcast. It's, it's, I've, I've loved talking to you both. I've loved hearing from you both. I'm sure um, if our listeners had any questions for you, presumably you're okay for us to point them in your direction. Would that be okay? Absolutely. Splendid. And obviously, if our listeners would like to know anything more about Ipsos, then head over to ipsos.com. But in the meantime, it's been a pleasure. And thank you so much. You're welcome. And it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks a lot for the invitation. Thank you very much for both of you. Thank you for listening to Customer Perspective, an Ipsos podcast. New episodes will be made available each week So be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app to get the latest episodes delivered directly to you. We are also available on Spotify.